Welcome into the Daily Agenda for Tuesday, the 18th of April, 2023. The ACC's Daily Agenda podcast, powered by Musashi. Yeah, welcome into the Daily Agenda for Tuesday. My name is Manaya Stewart. Uh, joining me is G Lane. Good morning, G Lane. Ah, get in, mate. Quite, li- quite literally fueled by Musashi right yeah, now. Yeah, you got a king can of it. I got a king you can. Got a king can of Musashi energy drink. Yep. I'm still done. waiting for those um those crisp vanilla caramel protein bars to turn up again after they got smashed by the office. Yeah, well, you might have to text Shred to 3236. Oh, okay. That's how you can win those, mate. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, well, I'll do that right now. Shred to 3236. All right, let's start with a bit of uh, rugby union. Uh, Rico Yuani, not to be confused with Akira or Digby Yuani, uh, has re-signed through to the 2027 World Cup. He reckons playing overseas was the last of his worries. In his contract, he has a sabbatical clause. Yeah. Is playing over the seas the last, <laughs> least of his worries? Well, look, I think the sabbatical clause, that basically reads, I'll do six months in Japan with Steve Hansen, make a million bucks, and mm-hmm. then come back again. That's, that's, what that, that, that's the definition of a sabbatical now. Yeah, 100%. Is this something that, um, that cricket could lean on? Because the whole Trent Bolt situation seems to me like it could be fixed if they had a sabbatical built into each of their contracts. Not a sabbatical, but like a, you can go and make your millions over there, but we're going to rejig the contract to where you can still play for us. It makes far more sense for New Zealand cricket to do that than New Zealand rugby. Because New Zealand rugby is a talent sausage factory. Like, we just churn out the best players in the world constantly, and we can have that rule where if you go overseas, we're not going to pick you. New Zealand cricket? Not so much of a factory. Not so much sausage coming out of that factory. There's sausages... Well, we're importing a lot of the boardwalks from over in yeah. South Africa, aren't we? <laughs> That's right, it's, but it's not a factory. It's a sausage. It's like a village cottage industry sausage maker. They pull out one sausage a week rather than, you know, 20 a day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, good to have him locked up through until 2027. Uh, Aaron Smith is the other news this week. He's going to miss the Landers match this weekend. Unfortunately, his father's passed away. They The Landers are playing the Western Weakness on Saturday, a very winnable game for an, an otherwise... Pretty underwhelming Landers squad. Does any team in Super Rugby rely more on one player than the Highlanders? If they didn't have Falao Fakatava, then I would say yes. But Falao Fakatava is one of my favourite players. Yeah. Uh, I love watching him play. I love like when he comes on and there's like 30 minutes to play and he's just this energiser bunny who comes on. And shit happens when yeah. Fakatava. When the mother's on there, yeah. shit happens. And that's what I like about it. So I look, as much as I do rely on him, he's a he is a pretty talismatic uh, kind of Highlanders figure. figure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll affect, I think they'll still pump the weakness. All right, moving on to the cricket desk. This morning, <laughs> if you forgot, the Black Caps played again. Yeah. Into the pitch. He's hit it high, but he's not got the distance. Caught in the deep. New Zealand. Oh, New my Z- God. New yeah. Zealand win is what he was going to well, say. Well, yeah, New Zealand won, but, like, just, we did our best to lose it. I mean... <laughs> And thank God the Haka curse was broken. Uh, Kyle Mills, I think, uh, the hairy jab posted on social media. This is great. Uh, he goes, formidable front row, no Haka today. But then I did enjoy Kyle Mills came in on the comments section and said, Haka's bringing crowds. And I was like, <laughs> he's, he's leaning into it, Kyle. He's leaning into it. But no Haka meant New Zealand won. But Pakistan, uh, they had got Ifkata. Um, he, oh, my God, they nearly, they were out of it. They were 80 for seven. Oh. And there was five overs remaining, chasing 163 for five. He hit, I think he hit six sixes, maybe six or seven sixes. Oh, my God. Put them back into it. They only needed they needed 15 off the last over, mm. six off the first ball, nine off five, uh, missed two, hit a four, and then all they, they needed five off two balls, and it was um, two dot balls, one being out. But 
I was getting massive PTSD. I was like, oh God, <laughs> I don't want another super over because I was, I was, all I had in my head was I was going to nick it through first slip down to the boundary, super yeah. over. Anyway, we're on the board. Yeah. We're on the board. Well, isn't this uh, classic Black Caps, though, making a tight finish out of nothing? Oh, absolutely. Because I was had it on at breakfast, and even the hairy jab, who's on commentary over there, he goes, uh, New Zealand in total, massive commentator's curse, yep. New Zealand in total control, dominating this match, and then boom, Ah, uh, well, we're on the board. Yep. We've won one, so there's two more yet to come. Yes. Um, at god-awful time, so we'll keep you posted on the updates from those as well. Uh, New Zealand netball boss Jenny Wiley has blasted world netball after the Jamaican tour fast last year. She's, what? She's, she's, blast? she's blasted Jamaican netball. Oh, um, the entire team, that, the whole organisation, the GM, oh, I think okay. the uh, leaders of the country as yep. well. So last year they were supposed to play the tiny Jameson Trophy. Uh, Netball New Zealand would have lost over $400,000 in revenue if they hadn't been able to reschedule these games. What happened was uh, Jamaica had sent all of their passports off to the US government because they had to travel through the US to get to New Zealand. Uh, and they didn't get, High risk. They didn't get the passports back in time. So in the end, only seven of the players who had their passports with them didn't send them off. They were able to come over to uh, play in this competition. Um, I'm, so they had the coach suited up for them. That was an absolute humiliator. So she was in the huddles with the clipboard telling them what to do in full kit. <laughs> Did they, didn't they rustle up some locals to play? So there was a woman, uh, they rustled up a couple of people who were eligible to play for the team, but they wouldn't have been selected unless this had happened. So one of them, Romelda Aiken-George, she had given birth six weeks before playing this match. She had a six-week-old baby on the uh, sideline. Um, so the games are all hidings. They had two games scheduled for Claudelin's Arena. One of them had to be binned altogether because Disney on Ice were in the, oh, yeah. the state. Fair enough. The Fair enough. At Claudelin's showgrounds. Yeah. Uh, so the Sunshine Girls, that's the Jamaican netball team, they've now been fined by World Netball a grand total of $9,800. I, I do. I, I did enjoy how New Zealand netball like, can we get a slice of that nine grand? Yes. Like, um, where is that nine? I think the question was asked, Where's that nine grand going? That's what I always want to know about these kind of things. Whenever a player gets suspended or fined, like in the NRL Super Rugby, where does that money go? Who gets that? Oh, I reckon it just goes into some mean lunch fund. Do you reckon? A $9,800 yeah. lunch fund? Yeah, yeah. I'd get involved in that. So for the very first time on ABC, let's light the beam. Six 1,000-watt lasers, <laughs> lasers piercing the atmosphere. <laughs> Over Sacramento tonight. So the <laughs> NBA playoffs have started. Sacramento Kings won the first game 126 to 123 over the Golden State Warriors. And this season they've started a new thing, as you just heard there, yeah. 6,000 watt lasers. <laughs> um, and they shoot this beam off into the sky. They went on like a 17-year uh, playoff drought. The Sacramento Kings didn't make it into the playoffs. The last time they were in the playoffs, uh, they were a victim of the biggest, well, actually they were benefactories of the biggest um Referee cheating scandal of all time. Tim Donaghy. Oh, yes. Yeah, yep. that, was, that was that whole thing. Yeah. Um, so they're finally back after all of that. And I think that um, I found this on Twitter. Someone was saying they think they're underselling the fact that the Kings had the longest postseason drought in NBA history and then just installed a giant victory laser on top of their stadium and instantly became one of the best teams <laughs> in the NBA. I mean, is that all it takes? I, I, no, I think they could do better. I think that laser should be attached to the head of a shark. Like on uh, Austin Powers, I have laser beams on the head of sharks. Um, I love it. So American. They're like these massive laser that goes into the sky, probably blinding a uh, airline pilot as they go 100%. past. But um, I did watch that game, um, the Warriors-Kings. Yep. 
And uh, interesting fact around Steph Curry. Yes. First time he's ever driven to a playoffs match. Is that right? Yeah. It's the first time ever they they arrived by coach. It's the first time they've never been flown anywhere because it's so close oh, to Golden State. Oh, I'm in with California. you, yeah. Yeah, so it's the first time ever that he's uh, travelled by road to a playoff match. Ah, I wonder if that's a factor. Um, my secondary question for you, Mike Lane, is do we need to install a beam at Mount Smart Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, it needs to be a real shit New Zealand version, like a dolphin torch. That, yes. Um, that that got the Joker, the Warriors Joker. That's Joker yeah, yeah. He needs to go to the top of the stand and just like turn on the dolphin and just put it <laughs> into the sky. That'd be that'd be good. Yeah, brilliant. I'd, I'd get behind that one. Um, just quickly, we've got a couple of minutes here, so I wanted to get to this. This is a massive breaking news story in the sporting world. Uh, Tamuka Bowlers have claimed bronze <laughs> at the NZ Interclub Sevens Finals. Um, team, the team. I looked through the team list. It features a total of two. Count them, two blokes named Merv. Oh, yes, that is, that is, that's bowls. Any, that's bowls right there. Mate, anytime you show up to a bowls comp and your opponents have two Mervs, oh, you're, you're, fucked. you're in for yeah. a long day. Uh, the highlight for me was the quarterfinal against the Elmwood team that included two-time world champion Gary Lawson. Oh, the bad boy. Yeah, and 2022 NZ Player of the Year, Calvin Scott. These are some stacked teams. Uh, Tamuka's fairytale run was ended in the semis by Nelson's Stoke Club and Southland's Gore uh, bowling club won the title. Do you think Merv and Merv just had too many beers? Like they, they, had, they obviously had a hot streak yeah, going well, into it, and they were like, oh, we better, should we slow down on the beers? And like, nah, 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 that's what's making us is, good. Yeah. And then they reached the golden zone, yeah. and then they went over the golden zone. Yeah, well, Merv and Merv are renowned for having a beer at each end of the green <laughs> so that they don't have to carry the beer with them along the green. So, um, yeah, powerful, powerful uh, operators, the great, pair of them. Great stuff. Um, just before we go, it is Tuesday. We will be back again Wednesday. The full-length agenda comes out on the Thursday, and we've got another, we've got a bunch of these Musashi prize packs to give away. So, uh Text shred to three two three six. You'll get the uh, yeah, doing that right now. The battery that I've been drinking here, the Musashi uh, green apple flavored energy drink. We get the protein powder. We get the uh, caramel protein bars. Oh, that they're good. G Lane cannot they're, find I, around I, the office. I, I love them. I love them. I could live on them. Yeah. So he's texting shred to three two three six, and you should as well. We will see you tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Agenda, powered by Musashi. Listener.